are back with the Afterwatch. We're talking about My Hero Academia. It's another break. <laughs> anyway, I'm Tim. I'm Joelle. I'm Brian. That's right. And we're going to bring you some of the questions you guys have been sending our way and appreciate those questions. Of course, uh, you send those to us at fictionalquestions at gmail.com. So keep those coming so we can do more in the off season. But I didn't even know this break was coming up. <laughs> I didn't Which, know either. I'm surprised because it's interesting. They already had a break and then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, here we go. Again. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> they they like, like do a do mid-season half- break or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But this I think this was probably Olympics <laughs> had something to do with the closing Olympics ceremonies related. there. <laughs> Or maybe I know we were just talking about how the movie just came out and did like a lot more than the last movie did. I guess they I read somewhere like 200 percent more opening weekend. So that's good. That's good. So hopefully it's good. I haven't really I've been trying to stay away from spoilers. I hear that um, the creator Horikoshi, he he hadn't even seen it before it came out. So. (laughs) Oh, wow. He didn't see the final. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, it's it's a big deal over there. But of course, and we'll get to that when it comes out over here in the West. Uh, Who knows when that is? You know, things are crazy still (laughs) in the world. But until then, we're just going to be talking about uh, the episodes that we've got left and, of course, your questions. So stay uh, subscribed. If you haven't done that already, subscribe to the show. And um, you can always check out our other shows over on fictionalcharacters.net. And, of course, we always say give us a review over there on Apple or Audible. We always appreciate those comments and everything you guys send our way. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so... Speaking of comments and things, uh, before we get to the questions, I wanted to cover an email we got from Joe talking about the suitcases from last time, last episode. Oh, so, right. When uh, when they're get- getting out of the Batmobile. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> they release <laughs> and they shoot out these, these suitcases and support, eject. Yeah, support items. their support <laughs> items. So we'd question, like, what did the numbers on the cases mean? Well, he wrote in to, you know, it was something we probably could have thought of i don't know but it uh it correlates it corresponds to their seating the seating chart in the room in class oh, 1a so i guess this has been a thing since the beginning and <laughs> we just never paid attention but well, so thanks for letting us know <laughs> yeah thank you for that information <laughs> yeah i just noticed now thanks to that comment that the wiki has their seat numbers all over the place yeah yes and i i just didn't under i didn't i well, never put it together well, the thing I didn't is, either. So when we pretty... go through the characters and do their stats, we go by their seating arrangement as well. So it's like, we, that's we, funny. I didn't know We that. should have thought about that. Yeah, then. exactly. <laughs> anyway. But, I never think yeah. of them as students either because they're barely ever in class. They're just, fight, you know, saving <laughs> Earth every day. That's true. Oh, man. One villain at a time. All right. Well, we'll get to the first question here from Jaden. Uh, writes in again, which other classmates do you think could benefit from spending time at Endeavor's agency? Uh, Tokoyami. Tokoyami. Mm-hmm. Now, why? We know that he spent time with Hawks and that was really good. Right. But I also feel like his power is, again, something that he has to like, especially like, I don't know if it's just like maybe training more in terms of controlling mm-hmm. Dark Shadow. Okay. But yeah. I feel like sometimes it's kind of like the same for Deku, Bakugo. And and Todoroki in terms of like being able to utilize those powers to the fullest extent without even thinking about it. So that's why I thought about Tokiyami in terms of using Dark Shadow to its fullest, or at least what he can before he gets out of control. Yeah. So at least being able to um, think of how how do you harness that power 
without losing control, like or like or like you know, like in Deku's case, without breaking an arm. So I know I like that a lot actually because there's always that control issue. So right. if he can gain more control and right. use that power, because we know that the power that Dark Shadow has is like crazy, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but He's... you know it takes over. Tokoyami is yeah, the person. And then he, so he, he loses no... control, but right. maybe if with enough practice or, you know, strength or whatever, he could gain or stay in control for longer. Right, or, right. Which or would be figure amazing. out a way of like, how do you funnel it towards other ways or using shadow and other strengths mm-hmm. without having to think or, you know, figure out, is this going to be too much for me to handle him? I don't know. Just. No, I, th- I think that's really good because I thought of three characters and oh. I didn't think of that angle. And I think it's really clever because he does deal with people that have powers that need control. I, I think that's actually a really good point. I was mm-hmm. I, I had a different uh, line of thought, but oh, what's yours? especially in Tokoyami's case that you that you said, I thought mm. that was actually really good. And, and it goes with his teaching style of um, taking something that they're good at and they're trying to do all these crazy things like flying with it. Right. And then saying, well, what's the base thing he does and let's oh, get really good at it, that. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think, uh, I think you're right about that case that he would get more base control and then right. it'll let him to do other stuff. So I think that's really clever. One of the first people that came to my mind was Momo because I think she's still now I understand her power might be OP mm-hmm. if they ever used it to the extent they could, but I think she really uses it at, at a basic level and we've seen her, in the last, what that last arc with the match, make a cannon full of, you know, things that like a whole bag of all these different oh, bag of items. Tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we know that she can do one thing within another, within another. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, like if she could simplify the process and do, there's a lot more she could be doing or thinking ahead. Or I don't, I don't know. I feel like even her <laughs> outfit could be like rethought, you know, you know, because what what is that shelf on the back? I always think of the the shelf with the book on the back and stuff. It makes oh. no sense. <laughs> she was the she was like the third one on my list. Mm. I, I agree, but it wasn't because of her power. Because it was because of um the way the people following um endeavor are going for is like functional stuff. Like you need to do it fast and you need to do it quick. So I was actually thinking that she would learn to apply the things she does to apply her strategy quickly. And I think ah. that would be a huge advantage for her because it's like, yeah, she has a lot of potential in the far end of like using her power, doing the cannon, all this stuff. But what can she do quickly? And that's what she would definitely learn trying to keep up. Although physically she might not be able to. So there might be some weird like shot caller type thing that she needs to be more uh, more assertive with, you know, like really trust her abilities and, and like give the order quickly so nobody hesitates and take advantage of that. Mm. And I figure with a team moving as fast as Endeavor's team, that maybe that's where she could learn to do it. But I did, I agreed with her too. I, I think she's a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a good one. But also in some way, maybe stalking, like stockpiling her power for mm. use. I think Ooh. we've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, like, like when you think about like Fat Gum or yeah. anything exactly. like that, or Sato, like anybody that like, kind of, um, yeah, like you said, stores it. Mm-hmm. I think someone who could use and who would benefit from like really methodical thinking would be Ida as well. He's someone I think that gets lost a little bit because he's so Ooh. tough to work with, I think. Very uptight, I think, too, mm-hmm. in terms of thought process. So right. I think, yeah. But I think he could take instruction well. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he could. I think he could learn a lot too for keeping up. Because, like you said, he's super rigid. Ida's super rigid, mm-hmm. so he's fast enough to probably keep up with Endeavor. 
but right. he needs to think quickly and not get On stuck his in his path right and just be like adapt immediately so yeah right. that's, a, that's a good mm-hmm. point i think the pick my picks now I'm, I'm second guessing because none of them would be able to like follow him at all <laughs> no all... but i think i think they honestly probably every student could benefit because if we're talking about in terms of like being able to you know move without thinking right like, most of the students have something that they need to work on in terms of because like, like i pulled up the class one and i'm looking at them right now and i'm <laughs> yeah. just just looking at them you could you know that there's some piece that they're either working on or something that they like when when you're saying like kind of back to the basics or back to what you were initially trying to learn. I think that's a lot of the thing is like, that's your foundation. So Mm -hmm. like if you can get better at that, that should make a lot of other things a lot easier coming down the road. Makes sense. Yeah. Who else did you guys have? My, my two were, uh, send them there for attitude adjustment. I just really like how Endeavor teaches. So Uh I thought Shinso because he's borderline like, right? He's almost ready to give up without a mentor. And I think he does already have a good mentor in uh, Aizawa. Yes. But I think we don't know if Shinzo's in class 1A though, but that's fine. Oh, sorry. It's (laughs) okay. It's fine. You can pick whoever. Okay. Okay. If we weren't restricted to 1A or whatever, because it's it's true. I didn't see the question, but if I were to expand, I picked people outside of the class. So I think Shinzo, because of, Mm -hmm. again, Mm. learning step-by-step, he's definitely someone because he's not in class 1A that needs to have that attitude of, I learned little by little, right? You control the very first thing first, then the next thing you can do, then the next thing you can do and master all the little stuff. And I feel that that might help him. Uh, just his attitude and and in general help him advance as a person. And the same thing with Monoma. Monoma needs a attitude overhaul right. to be like, stop thinking about what other people think and go and get it done. And he has a really good power. Uh, he just mm-hmm. needs the attitude to like focus on just doing what he can instead of some of the other stuff he kind of does. Yeah, I like that take because at one point mm-hmm. I was thinking, I kind of was thinking what you guys just said about how everyone could kind of benefit Right. But then mm-hmm. I started thinking, who might not actually get anything or take away anything from it? Uh, like, oh. who's a really bad, like, <laughs> oh, someone like Mineta. <laughs> yes, Mineta. Who, I mean, who would probably on. be too sidetracked by who knows what, Burnin or whatever. Or Kaminari. Honestly, Kaminari's borderline, depending what he could do with his power. But mm-hmm. I it might like break he him. Just, I... <laughs> he would just short circuit half the time anyway. So that's what. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the, the on the lower end of the spectrum. Like, and I don't know. Like that's up for debate. Like Pinky, it's true. she's still pretty basic and throwing acid around, but she's good at you know, like she knows how to move and stuff. She does all the dance, so that takes practice. That takes a lot of skill and learning. Yep, and she would probably want to. The other ones like Coda. Coda okay. isn't really super combat focused, so right. even if he true. wants to, it'd be like kind of. It, it's not like you said, it's not that he wouldn't learn. It would mm-hmm. be kind of a waste because he can probably get nice instruction from someone else. Right. right. Not someone that's going to be on the field or working with sense. a fast, fast team. Like what well, he would just kind of just be out there doing animals as fast as he can, getting information. <laughs> Endeavor's so fast. Right. How, how is he going to get something faster? Than yeah, his yeah. power is, does not, it wouldn't really. Yeah, you're yeah. right. He'd be yeah, more like a strategy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no, that's, that's, no, that's a good point. Yeah. I would like to see Uraka there. How would she do? Because we saw how she excelled just going to Gunhead, you know? No, but she needs that too, though, because it's like you see, like, how much she had to focus on getting, like, the, I mean, she's come a long way because she had to get focused to get the plane from Mm -hmm. crashing into the water. Right. So, I mean, but she is also still second guessing herself. It's that whole Mm kind of like how Momo is also doing the same. 
Like they're right. both like kind of doubt, doubting themselves and doubting can it be done rather than, you know, trying to be like, remember, you know, you've stuck with the basics, you've made it this far and just trying to not to think on act without thinking, but be able to, you know, utilize everything that you've learned. I don't know. I just feel like that's they're similar in that sense between mm-hmm. her and Momo. Yeah, I think I think Uraraka is actually a good choice. If they wanted to do an arc and make her a beast, this would be the way to do it. <laughs> like she just gets quick. She gets better control of her base ability to be able to fling herself like she doesn't have to be the one to throw herself. But if Midoriya or the right. others kind of carry her and she's just really good at floating herself, then she's right up there. And then you throw her in and then she starts beating up Quirvittles. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to take, you know, take that much again, zero mm-hmm. gravity without a. Well, and I've always rainbows. said, like, if there was a way that she could slap people, like, into orbit, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, something, like, crazy like that, it'd be pretty good. Like, like you know. <laughs> or something, because I, I know yeah. that she has to touch it with the little, her, the her little, little pads on our yeah. fingers. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is, But like if there's a way that she could, like, with a support item, maybe, like, some kind of glove, it's like, true. take that from those little finger pads, and then maybe, like, in, into a glove and so she could punch and like all kinds of things. I, so, I don't know. I think there's there's things that can be done. I was trying to think if there's something that Kirishima could learn because he's such a shield, like a defense thing. I think it's another mind thing with him too, though, because mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's again, it seems like kind of an endeavor kind of talking with all of them. It's like everybody's still double checking to make sure that that's how their power works or that, especially like in Deku's case. Mm-hmm. But like even like Bakugo and Todoroki, it's like they have to, when you, when you start pushing yourself to limits, you start to have to like think through all the basics to how to get to that, you know, special move or whatever. Right. So I think it's the same in Kirishima's um, thing because he, he kind of got it in his head. I mean, like during the fight with, mm-hmm. um, was it Ra- Rapa? Rapa, sure. Yeah. And that, I mean, it was again, a tough one. It's just it's just showing their inexperience. And I mm-hmm. think that's what kind of Endeavor was just alluding to is that you're not going to learn to... Um, autopilot yourself in some of in some of your your I guess yeah using autopilot with some of your skills mm-hmm. until you do like actual work here with me. So I mean I feel like Kirishima would be the same. Yeah, I th- I think Kirishima would be one of the I I love his attitude. I think he would be one of the ones to learn the least myself. Really? Cuz he is already the shonen character archetype of he will give it his all. He's already giving it his all in every situation, right? Like the two, the rock and but, steel guy are both so is, I don't know. But I so think that Deku. with Kirishima, he doesn't actually, like, he has to have someone help him figure it out. Right. I feel like mm. he still second guesses himself. I feel Got like it. he's, he doesn't have the, um, kind of like Bakugo's attitude of like, I could take down the world. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Kirishima is still kind of like uncertain. Because mm-hmm. he had, like, th- that whole fight that he, all the flashback with him. Right. With um, what's his name? The hero he looked up to. Uh, Red uh, well, he's Red uh, Riot, so C- Crimson Riot. Crimson Riot, right? And just the whole like finding the conviction to use like what he can to fight. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where he needs the help in is his attitude again. That's yeah. Fair. So he he can what? He's super strong and he becomes like rock solid, right? Right. So can he become? Can he do things like the thing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, and just be a just like, be a beast that, and go. You know, all, I'm, I'm just walking around think. like a beast all the time. That's what I'm saying, though. The <laughs> thing true. is pretty strong. He's like the Hulk. That's true. I mean, the thing from Fantastic Four. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The thing. That's what. I, that's what. I so why can't he about. just do that? Why can't he be <laughs> offensive as well as defense? Anyway. I mean, but that's what he was working on. So oh, yeah, I think, okay. I think that's yeah. I think um, he would benefit in that in that sense. Yeah. Right. 
So I think there's a lot there, but yeah, who would not do it? Uh, there's yeah, some Mineta. people who just, yeah. yeah, like Mineta, just their attitudes or, or Kaminari maybe just wouldn't be with it. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe it would take, like you said, you brought up Monoma or somebody, that attitude change could help them too. I was also thinking Jiro. I think that her power is great when applied correctly. And we've seen it in right. many ways. Like the heartbeat distortion, all these things that she does to shake the ground and do all these th things like that. These shockwaves. I think that she could really use that. I don't know if she could keep up with Endeavor, though. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a physically difficult she'd one. She'd be able to know, though, where he went. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she maybe will be able to feel like where the villain is before he might, though. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess that's Scout. You're still yeah. saying that's Scout. Again, it's kind of what we talked about when she was with Bakugo. It's like she was very much the support Scout for the mm -hmm. team. So makes sense. All right. Well, if you guys have any other people that you could bring up, you guys out there listening, uh, let us know. A another person I thought of who's not class 1A, I always want to see more from Shiazaki, and I think that her power has gotten a lot better, you know, with the vines and everything. Oh, I think that there's yeah. things that she could do <laughs> that would be crazy. I, I just like that whole Poison Ivy thing going on with her. Palatina? Yeah. Palatina. But so uh, anyway, we'll go to the next question. Anthony wrote in and thank you for doing that of course and asked this is a great one why is uraka's family construction business failing if so many buildings are always getting destroyed on a regular basis <laughs> i was so, thinking one cementos that's yeah. exactly what we were thinking <laughs> said that too. cementos are doing too good of a job uh, cementos would just it would you'd bring up those buildings in like a like a minute versus construction where people coming in right <laughs> But another thing I was thinking, and I know that she traveled, she travels far to get to them, or they travel far to get to her Other over there in the UA. Rural, probably rural areas. Right. So maybe yeah. there's not as much damage going on where they're at. Or maybe not as much if work. They, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like different locales will have <laughs> villain inf infestations going on <laughs> That's more true. than others. Yeah, it's like, you know, the more rural places, maybe there's mm -hmm. not enough for the villains to muck around with anyway. Right. There. They might not. You're exactly. So maybe they're just in the wrong area. That's, that's a good yep. point. Petty crunch. That's I didn't think of the, that's that. That's true. The other one that popped into mind for that one for me was maybe they're just not a competitive business compared to the other options and to no fault of their own. Right. They mm. might do great work and everything. But let's imagine there's like another company that's well known, also really good, and they can't compete in the area they're in. Mm. Right. So I was thought like, that that stinks, but that happens. Like imagine a boba place you like, and then imagine the next boba place you like, and then the next boba place you like. It doesn't matter if like the third or fourth or fifth one is still awesome. It's just you might have a slight preference. And for them, mm -hmm. aside from all the work stuff, I mean the competition is super fierce. Plus they and might also, not, they might not do super they might not actually do repair. Like what if they do a different specific kind of thing? It's mm. true. Yeah. Mm. I was also thinking if they're a small like family business versus maybe a lot of these, you know, damaged constructions, whatever sites are all like they because it's all hero league and whatever the government type things. Maybe there's mm -hmm. government contracts Ooh. with bigger companies mm, that true. just take care of these things. That I makes mean, a lot of sense. I mean, when you think about the, you know, big corporations, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That they would work with over 
a smaller company. Right. They just can't handle the the contracts. So then a lot of the work is already divvied out. All those corporations at the bigger scale. So, Mm -hmm. yep. Which is fair. And it just. That just got real world. Yeah, Yeah. that did. That totally did. (laughs) So I I don't know if they meant that as a a meme question, but it was pretty funny because like, yeah, it's it's a good good reason to look into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we love Uraraka, but uh, yeah, I mean, it gives her a great uh, reason to go and do this hero stuff. But yeah, I mean, maybe there's so many reasons why. And I guess we just don't know enough, but it could be any of those and all of those. Right. And then the darker reasons that we, you know. Yeah. Don't don't mention. (laughs) Which are maybe they're just bad at their job. Yeah. Things like that. Like we give them the benefit of the doubt. And I don't think that they're bad at it, but. Uh-huh. If they're not the best, you know, what if they're I, I, I don't want to say brand names because then people will get mad if they like one brand. Over sure, another, of right? course. But if yeah. you like Taco Bell or Del Taco, you really like one more than the other. You're like, the other one's garbage. And like, yep. OK, sure. I don't know, man. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> or it could be that like it, at one point it was the best construction business and then another person comes in and that one just fails. You know, that's just the ebb and flow of things. It's true. Maybe they're building from the ground up and then they're not getting traction. Oh, yeah. This could be like a whole fan fiction off <laughs> off season story. I don't know. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or maybe they've covered it because you know how they have so many little offshoots for My Hero Academia. There's the light novels and the and the side, you know, things. So maybe I'll look around and see if there's any info, like actual canon info out there. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's not a special reason right like because we love the character we want like there to be a big reason why and i think it's just like business is hard right like it could really come down to that and it might yeah, or be... what if somebody in your family has some like condition and they have to pay for it yeah. too. what if I they're affording just... a lot of people that's a good yeah point. that's true it's she like... is young so they might not tell her everything yeah and that's literally what she's trying to do so maybe that's why she picked up that attitude of like right. she wants to support them because they're supporting everyone else right all right. Well, these are great questions. Keep them coming, guys. And of course, if you have any uh, comments or things you'd like to add to that conversation, let us know. Yeah. Uh, so, what are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about the last Class 1B character. Aww. I know. It's been a lot. But I guess next time we'll start in on villains. So that'll be fun, too. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so this one is Rin. And uh, we saw him before, what, in one of those matches, he kind of, what, oh, he's gets got the, the scales, dragon scales. Huh? He's got the dragon scale, like, yeah. And then he can shoot those scales. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so his quirk is scales. Uh, it allows him to sprout strong, durable reptilian scales from his skin. These scales protect him like armor. He can also shoot them with considerable strength and speed, but sufficient force can break through the scale armor. So it's not like... Kirishima or something. Right. Where he's becoming rock or scale, you know? He just has he like a, a layer. Him. He sprouts him out like the vines. Right. But I'm <laughs> saying that like he's still underneath their skin and right. bone. Right. Right. So that's it's not as uh it's not as durable. Um let's see. His power level is C, speed is C, mm-hmm. technique is B, intelligence is A. I guess he's uh he's a foreign exchange student from China. Okay. The heroes aren't all in Japan. I think that's important, right? Yeah. Right. You already have some of the American ones back in the movie. Right. And that sort of thing. And I wish there was maybe more international. Maybe that's like a final arc thing, like a more international level of stuff. Because yeah. all this crazy stuff's happening here. But what what about on international scales? Just yep. nobody else has a problem. <laughs> nobody else is doing no. it. Yep. That's the movie. The movie has to do it. It takes place in Europe. Oh, nice. Oh, this time. Interesting. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, well, then. there we go. 
So there, it's more international. All right. So now we're, we're starting to push it a little international. Waters. Maybe, okay. maybe. We'll see. Okay. So his surname contains the kanji for scales, and his first name contains to fly and dragon. Yep. So, very, very appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so his the kanji, if you wrote out the first name, it means flying dragon. So there you go. Nice. Maybe he'll but be able to fly someday. I don't know. I don't know. But his hero name is a reference to the shroud draped over distinguished Chinese leaders. Although it says here his favorite food is sushi. Well, know. he's, I mean, still an exchange student doesn't mean he That's true. doesn't like sushi. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us like sushi. We're not from Japan. That's true. Very true. <laughs> okay. Good point. The Chinese characters on his visor from top to bottom mean defense, body, guarantee, and life. Hmm. And I guess he dislikes winter because of the nature of his quirk makes it hard for him to keep warm. So why what? is that? Why is that? The scales? Do they take? Do they sap his is strength cold, or something? Is he cold is he, does it make him cold blooded? I know that's what I was going to say. I was like, does He's, that make him cold blooded? Is that why? That's he needs weird, to be like though. those. He needs to be like those bearded dragons that are like the warm. Yeah. Warm so is that what it's that, kind of saying? I think that's what it's. That's alluding what it seems to. like it's alluding to too. I was thinking the exact same. Now I'm like, wait. Okay. He's a little bit he's a little bit reptile, yeah. He's a yeah, little he's bit a reptilian. Yeah, the reptilian. Which is weird because then you'd think it would take like consume all of him instead of just like a layer over him. Well, he can do a full body one apparently. Mm. Activate scales throughout his entire skin, essentially creating full body armor. That's crazy. Oh yeah, it, it, right here it says he moved from China when he was in elementary school. So I guess he's been over in Japan for a while. Yeah, so he's one of three students attending UA. As a foreigner, of course, the others are Oyama and Pony. <laughs> anyway, what have you guys thought of season five so far? Before we get into the villain stuff next time, what are you thinking? Has it been as good as season four? Um, I don't know yet. I was thinking about this. <laughs> I don't know yet. It's hard to tell because I, I don't know the end of the whole arc with the yeah overhaul and all that. That's just that was crazy. That was that was a really so I good. mean yeah I know I, this endeavor stuff was pretty good. I mean and... we need this stuff, and I I mean I understand too the parts with the class one B to kind of get Shinzo in there and kind of yeah. get more character development on that end. But still, I mean, there hasn't been anything that crazy. If we're talking, yeah. if we're looking at talking about like a whole shonen, shonen, nothing like crazy fights still. I know, like and overhaul it's, was, and it's thrown me <laughs> off because of all the villain stuff in the manga has already taken place in this timeline. So it's really weird to me that they're doing it this way. They're pacing it this way. And I've thought back with previous seasons, it's always the villain arc that I like the best. The overhaul thing. Yep. The. Uh, the well, fight with epic, All for One, you know, Bakugo. It's all those epic battles. Or even season two was Stain. That was, of course, the yep. best part of season yeah. two. It is definitely more memorable. If you told me the other things that happen in those seasons, I would I'd probably remember. But those are the ones that pop into the mind. The Stain part, the fight. Yes. Or even the, the last fight with uh, Endeavor and the Nomu. Right. I, yes. I don't know if that was the beginning of five or the end of four. It's kind of the beginning Dang. of the, yeah. this whole arc. But, it was but still, you're yeah. right. And I think it that just shows us that maybe it is these fights, this shonen kind of fight with the villain part that is the most effective or well, the thing that I you feel remember like the it's most. Memorable. It's the most memorable because it's like like this like this so far this mm -hmm. season. It's the whole build up. Right. So it's like we get all this background, we get what's happening in their training and blah mm -hmm. blah blah. And then all of a sudden now it's like now you see why they're doing all this. Here's the crazy thing that's happening. And then here's the big clash that's gonna happen. And then what happens after that? 
that's where I feel like, yeah, all of this build up, then you just see how it all blossoms at the end. <laughs> I agree. And I think that build up is really important. And the pacing right. and the build up of this show is why you remember the show is great. And it's not just, oh, yeah, I had this one really cool fight. And uh, it's, I'm going to get a lot of bad comments. <laughs> the Jujutsu Kaisen so far, I'll have to watch it more carefully. There are a lot of cool fights and the art is amazing, but I don't get as invested as I do with the story here with the buildup, knowing the characters, seeing the character arcs. There's a, there's a couple key moments that, that are really good that I remember, but you can't just have only of those big fights because they mean less. But like that one time with the fight with Aerie and then uh, oh, what's his name? Losing his power was so good. Oh, Mario. Of, yeah, because we met his character and we saw how happy he was and how hard he worked and that he was supposed to be even the second pick or the first pick over Midoriya, all that stuff together. Staying um, his whole thing because we got to know what the heroes stand for and what the different villain groups stand for at that point. Like that made it so good. So and it, remember and that. It is, yeah, yeah. You bring up a good point, especially with Mirio, because if you track his character arc, when we meet him, it's almost comedic. Like he's jumping around and falling out of his suit and being all weird. <laughs> That's and... so OP. <laughs> but then it gets so dramatic by the end, especially once, you know, it, it, it takes that flavor. Once we hear that his, uh, hero name is Lamillion, like why yeah. he wants to do like right. it, it just becomes this push for why he was going to be such a good choice to get the power. Right. You remember that whole thing? Yep. Oh yeah. The pacing and all that stuff, the buildup does work. Also, I think with last season, everything was very front loaded because remember then half the season was that whole school festival. Right. I I'm hoping that because I've seen different things online of people like saying this has been a weird season. So I just wanted to check your guys's temperature. I just on that. think it's, it's been a little weird because we haven't really had any crazy like fighting arcs mm -hmm. in this one yet in terms of like against villains. It's a, again, it's like another one of those like sports festival again, almost in a way. Mm -hmm. Where you're kind of see what class 1B does now. Well, a lot of people do yeah. like with hero comics in general. I think a lot of people do like to see heroes versus heroes just to see what their powers can do. Yeah. Those it's are just, always think, fun kind of things. I just think this particular one, again, got a little bit to me when we had them throw in these crazy strong class 1B people and we didn't hear about them until now. That's true. Yeah, it was it was. That it was, was weird, and odd. I think it did kind of, at least it felt like in the anime, it went on too long. But maybe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that I, took almost half the season, so yeah. 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 <laughs> Although, I mean, there were great standout moments, especially right. Bakugo's turn right. was great. Anyway, there'll be a new episode next time, and we'll get start getting into some of the villain stuff. Hopefully, I mean, there's no other material for them to hit. <laughs> if they don't get to right. it, then I don't know what they're going to do. More filler. But anyway, uh, until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Joelle. I've been Brian. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.